Hey guys, in today's podcast, Gary's in Chattanooga, Tennessee, giving a keynote in front of the Chattanooga Preparatory School. In this podcast, Gary talks about what is most important in school. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Kind of give you guys a little bit about my background, uh, spit a couple things that are on my mind that I think might be valuable for your life, and then hopefully maybe uh, maybe even do a little bit of Q and A with you guys because I think that matters as well. So it's really fun to be here because uh, when I when I think back to my childhood uh, and school in general, I have a really interesting relationship with school uh, because I was an atrociously bad student. Right, my whole life I got D's and F's, right? And so I'm not so sure how well of an opening line that is for the mentors <laughs> and everybody else, but I think it's super important for you to hear where I'm going with this. It doesn't mean that you should go and get D's and F's and things of that nature, but what I'm gonna speak to you about is where I come from, what got me to where I am today, and that's not predicated on how successful I am financially or reputation-wise, I sit in front of you today as a 43-year-old man who's extremely happy. And happiness to me needs to become the thing that everybody tries to achieve, whether they're sitting here or they're sitting back there, even though they're much further along. So I, I was born in the former Soviet Union. I was born in a small country called Belarus, which was part of the Soviet Union near Russia and that part of the world near Poland. I came to America when I was three. We were unbelievably poor. I lived in a studio apartment in Queens from the ages of three to six years old that was literally the size of the stage that I'm on now with five other family members. So I came from a really kind of early, rugged place. We didn't speak the language. The economy was bad, so it was hard to get jobs. It was tough. the only thing my parents knew was like to try to get different jobs. One of the jobs that my dad got was to work at a liquor store. So he worked making two bucks an hour stocking shelves in a liquor store. He didn't go to school in America. He couldn't speak English. He just had to provide for his family. We lived extremely humbly my whole life. My dad worked very hard. We saved every dollar. I went on one family vacation my entire childhood. It's just the life that I lived. It's where I came from. We eventually moved to New Jersey after my dad became the manager of that liquor store and we made a little bit more money and we were able to move to New Jersey. In New Jersey, at the age of six, I started my businessman entrepreneur career. If I could wish all 66 plus of you one thing besides health, I would wish you self-awareness. Self-awareness is an understanding of who you actually are versus who you wish to be, who your parents wish to be, who even your mentors wish you to be. It's you understanding who you actually are. At a very young age, I knew who I was. I was a kid that loved to make money. I was a kid who instead of going outside and playing, wanted to sell lemonade, wanted to shovel people's snow, wanted to rake leaves, wanted to wash people's cars. I wanted to do stuff to get money. That's just who I was. And it wasn't even about the money. I didn't want to buy stuff. 
It's not like I wanted to buy Nintendo or, or football. I just loved the game of trying to build a business. The same way you might love playing a video game or playing a sport or reading or I don't know what you love, but what I loved, what I loved was having a business. Now, right now in America, like being an entrepreneur, having a business is cool. When I was growing up and I was your age, it was not. The only way out of my tough situation was to go to a great college that would help me get a job. That's what I grew up with. That's what they grew up with. There was one path in America that everybody was talking about, which is get a great education to your way out. Now, that worked for a lot of people. And by the way, it's gonna work for plenty of you as well. I'm sure many of you in this room wildly (laughs) understand that you are quite fortunate to be within this ecosystem and it's going to give you opportunity. The problem is, and I'm sure this, I'm not sure if this is on the agenda, this is, I hope I'm not breaking anything here, Ted. The problem is, how old are you guys? Great. Amazing. So at 11 and 12, at 11 and 12, I already knew who I was. At 11 and 12, I was already going to malls and hotels and selling baseball cards at shows. When I was 11 and 12, I was making $1,000 a weekend selling baseball cards. I just was. How? I had no money. My parents had no money. What did I do? When it snowed, I went to people's houses, rang their doorbell, and asked them to give me a dollar to five dollars to shovel their yard, and they said yes, and then I worked for 30 minutes, shoveled somebody's yard, got five bucks, or in the summer, I got lemonade, I set up, I did a lemonade stand, like I did things. I didn't have the internet. There was no internet for me. How many of you have a smartphone? You guys have Instagram, you guys have Twitter, you have the internet, thank you. I didn't have that. What I had was my neighborhood in New Jersey and I could hustle and make money and I saved. And in the same way for you guys now, people care about things like Yeezys and Supremes and stuff of that nature. When I was in your age, that was baseball cards. Everybody in my class wanted cards. They wanted sports cards. We want, you know, they wanted Greek Freak rookie cards. They wanted Steph Curry rookie cards. They wanted that, right? So. I took the money that I made from shoveling snow and lemonade and I started buying cards and I'd buy somebody's card for two bucks and I'd sell somebody in class for four bucks and I worked slowly and surely and every day and by the time, it's crazy to look at you because you guys look young as hell to me right now. To look at your faces and realize I was already doing baseball card shows for real and making that kind of money. What's crazy is you have a much bigger advantage over me you do actually have Instagram, you do actually have Twitch, you do actually have YouTube, you have that. I didn't. And so I sit and look at you, I laugh when people think like that you're so blessed to sneak into this little group and that educate, that's great and that's right and a lot of the human principles and friendship and stuff of that nature, Ted's right, I promise you something right now and this is going off the script again, you actually having a friendship with the kid to the left and right of you is gonna matter a hell of a lot more when you're older than the, read, the reading level you're at or if you learn calculus eventually. That's just life. That's how I see life. Now, that's for me, because I was self-aware, because I wasn't a good student, and because that's what I was. Some of you may be geniuses in science. 
You may fall in love with reading because you never did it before. That's you, you need to be you. But let me tell you this, the hardest thing at this age is to be you and not let other people's voices into your head to factor into who you should be. The hardest thing right now is to not do what you love because it's not cool or nobody else likes it or grows with it. That's the hardest thing. It's hard at this age to love kites or to love surfing or to love reading when it's not cool. It's easy to love Supremes and LeBron. Everybody loves Supremes and LeBron. I don't like LeBron that much either. (laughs) But, But let me say this and let me say it very clear to all of you. You are living in the greatest era to be alive of any human being ever because you have the power of the world in your pocket. And you don't know that because you've never known no different. You don't know a world without an internet. The fact that you can start an Instagram account tomorrow, tomorrow about any subject, about anything, and a year from now, people are willing to pay you 500 bucks to post the picture on that account, blows my mind. And if that's in you and you love that, you need to take that very, very seriously. It just is. People are gonna, t- you're gonna hear messages from where you live and in this class and they're gonna come in both different places about how fortunate you are to hear and how tough you have it there. And the reality is, honestly, in my heart, I just genuinely don't think those things matter as much as everybody else in this room does. I think what matters the most is that you have the internet and regardless of where you're from or how it's supposed to play out, every teacher in my life told me I was gonna be a loser. Straight up. It's just the truth. And and by the way, I'm not mad at them. It was the 80s, we didn't have to be that politically correct back then. And when you get bad grades, that's what your teacher thinks. But inside myself, I always knew that wasn't true. I knew what I liked. The reason I had a very happy school career is peer pressure never penetrated my dome. I always knew who I was gonna be. I didn't care what was cool or not cool at the time. I just knew that I was gonna do my thing because I loved it. I didn't care that selling baseball cards went from cool in sixth grade to not cool in 10th grade. I kept doing it because I loved it. And I'm gonna give you another really good piece of advice. All those voices that tell you no can't not as good, whether that's your aunt, your neighbor, your older sibling, or even your parents, they're wrong. Life's about yes. It's just the truth. It's just unbelievable, my man. It's just unbelievable how much opportunity you guys are gonna have the rest of your life. It's just unbelievable. It makes no sense. Boys that look like you in the 80s, lost. Boys that look like you in the 2020s are gonna win. Because the generation I grew up with and they grew up with, the system wasn't as good for us that grew up with nothing. The next generation, because of the internet, the system is benefiting the people that know what it's like to struggle or fight. It's hurting the people that are entitled and are soft and have it easy. You guys have a blessing in your circumstance, and I don't think people are telling you the truth about how big the blessing is and how big the opportunity is.
That's my truth. That's what I think is happening. I think that you need to start communicating to the world about the things you're interested in. The reason most of you haven't started an Instagram account or put out more content is because you're worried about what other people think or if you don't get enough likes or all that other crap that everybody worries about. It's called insecurity. You actually worry about what the other person sitting next to you thinks. I understand it. I respect it. 99% of the people live life that way. But the reality is, the quicker you figure out how not to factor that in, is the quicker you're gonna get real happy real fast. Look, immigrants, no different than minorities, no different than people that are born into families that don't have money. I said it, and I'll say it again, and I'm gonna say it to the day I die. Adversity is the foundation of success. The harder you have it as a kid, the more likely you'll be successful in the internet age, which was the opposite of the world that we all grew up with, where universities and companies had control, not the internet. That's what I think, Ted. I think you're real damn lucky in here if you have adversity in your childhood because you've got thicker skin than all the rich, happy kids around the world. Because they're fake happy. They're fake happy, Ted.